Hey everybody, Brian McClanahan here. Are you looking for a great website that gives you history the way it was intended to be told? With no PC, no Marxism, no progressivism. Well, I've got it for you. It's LearnTrueHistory.com. That's LearnTrueHistory.com. Learn history from great professors who don't sugarcoat it for you. This is not for your delicate flowers. That's LearnTrueHistory.com. LearnTrueHistory.com. Com. This is The Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to The Brian McClanahan Show. This is episode 35. And um, this episode is going to be a little more personal for me, and I know many people are aware of it. I've received uh, dozens of emails and correspondence from people offering condolences, and I do appreciate all of that. Uh, Of course, uh, for those of you that don't know, my older brother uh, was killed in a a helicopter accident a couple of weeks ago, and so I've been unavailable, uh, not doing the podcast, not doing other things for a couple of weeks while sorting out all of that and, and uh, helping the family and uh, getting back uh, getting back on track. But I actually wanted to do this first podcast back on a subject that deals with that particular situation. And I've entitled this podcast Heroes uh, because I think the thing that came out of this most for me um, is a something that is on the same theme that I've been talking about for a long time on this podcast, and that's think locally, act locally. And so uh, my brother, uh, to me, uh, was, when I was growing up, was a hero to me. I mean, he, uh, same thing with my grandfather. And, and I think <clears throat> in American society today, we really need heroes. And I look for them in individuals that I knew, Oftentimes, you don't have that. Maybe you're looking somewhere else. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But my brother was the person that uh, always had, he was always very popular, and he had all the friends and all the girlfriends, and he did, he did uh, amazing things, things I couldn't do. I was, I was the awkward kid who didn't have as many friends or girlfriends, and, and uh, I was more cautious. Uh, my brother loved to live life. And uh, a friend of mine described him as an adrenaline junkie. My mother said he loved to live on the edge, and um, he loved to race motorcycles and uh, uh, race boats and uh, fight fires. He was actually a, a firefighter, and that's that's one that's why he was killed. He was training firefighters in a helicopter, and um, he fell from the helicopter. And he'd been doing that for years, and he was very well trained at it, and uh, it was just a, an act of God that it happened. But the state of Delaware, where he, where he lived, rallied around my brother and his family in ways that I think really exemplify this, this whole idea of community. And in episode 23, I did Think Locally, Act Locally, and not knowing that I would have to expound upon that again and a different way, just a few weeks later. And it's some ways ironic that 
the last podcast I did was about essentially public safety and ways that um, public safety could deal with this growing crisis of perception. My family has long been involved in public safety, whether in uh, whether it's as police officers or firefighters. My father was a professional firefighter. My brothers have both been volunteer firefighters. Uh, my brother who was killed was a fire marshal for a time. I've had an uncle who was a police officer. So my family has been involved in public safety for a long time. Uh, my and, and I said at the onset, you know, my heroes are my grandfather and my brother. My grandfather was not a was actually a college professor, um, but he was involved in all kinds of interesting things in his life, and he led a fantastic life that nowadays is, would seem almost impossible to do uh, because he grew up during a time when men needed to work and uh, they had to provide for their families no matter what that was. Uh, he actually worked in a gold mine for a time and uh, on a ranch and uh, did did things that, again, uh, it seems in a modern American society are just uh, impossible to do. And he was a real man. And I want to focus on that particular topic. And I'm actually going to read a section from the eulogy I delivered on for the service of my brother. And it, and it gets to this particular point. My brother's name was Tim. And I talk about community. And I said, Tim may not have been born in Sussex County or in Delaware. But this state and this county ran in his blood and bones. For nearly 30 years, he lo thought locally and acted locally. This is a lesson for everyone, no matter what cause you support, who you vote for, or how you think. Tim knew he couldn't change the world, so he changed Lewis, and he changed Milton, and he changed Rehoboth, and he changed Sussex County, and he changed Delaware. In our world of selfish and senseless acts of violence, of heartbreak and chaos, Tim made the lives of Delawareans safer and happier. And isn't that what we all want? We often think big picture. Sometimes, perhaps always, the smaller picture is better. Helping your neighbor, your family, your friend, by improving their lives makes the world a better place. In reality, the place you live, your home, your community, is your world. And to me, that personifies heroism. That dedication to service, to improving the lives of people around you, in any way you can do it. So I mentioned in episode 23 that everyone thinks big picture all the time. We want to affect, I mean, we're in the political campaign season now, so we're thinking presidency and how is the president going to change my world, whether it's Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton or somebody else. How is that person going to change my world? How is this, quote-unquote, national policy going to affect me? What we don't often realize is that those quote-unquote national policies 
often have very little impact on our own immediate world. Sometimes they do. Maybe it's a tax policy and you have to pay more money in taxes or less money in taxes. Maybe it's a policy that affects your workplace in some way or another. But most of the time, we're tied up in issues that have very little impact on our daily lives, except within the confines of our own head. And to people who are in public safety, particularly firefighters, their entire world is saving people and helping people. They try to save property, and they try to save lives. Several people came up to the family during this process, funeral and services, and talked about how Tim had saved their life. Or Tim had trained them to be a better firefighter, to help save lives. Or they, he had saved their property, or something along those lines. He was thinking locally and acting locally all the time. He couldn't change a policy that would affect California, and he didn't care. But he could do things in his own town to make people there better, safer, to protect their property and do things that would help them lead a more productive and happier life. And remember back in the Declaration of Independence, that's one thing Jefferson said, you change your government to affect your safety and happiness. Sometimes you may not even have to change your government to do that. You just might have to change your family life. Maybe you work within your city council. Maybe you work within your county council. Or maybe your state legislature. But so many things we consider to be national issues are in fact local issues. Or maybe they're issues of the heart and the home. And we just don't think that way. We focus on so many things that are outside of our control. Your community, as I said, is your world. Your community in so many ways is your country because that's where you lay your head and that's where you do your work and that's where your family and friends often are. Maybe not always your family, but you have friends in your community. Those are the people that affect your daily life. And so as I think about this term, hero, And I said Americans need heroes. I actually wrote a book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Real American Heroes. And I said that. Americans need heroes. A hero to me is someone who does things worth remembering. Positive things worth remembering. Lots of people do things worth remembering that are negative. But positive things worth remembering that affect people around them in a positive way. Now, of course, that term positive is subjective. What what I might consider positive, you may not consider positive. But I think we could all agree on one thing, that affecting the safety and happiness of people around you is a very important idea and a very important goal to have, even if it's just the people in your own family. So in my book, the Politically Incorrect Guide to Real American Heroes, I didn't focus on the people that are normally considered heroes. I mean, I did have some of them. But normally we look at soldiers, for example, as heroes. And there's some in this book. You know, I focused on Northerners and Southerners and uh, who did this. You know, people that uh, maybe are not household names like Winfield Scott, uh, who I said was a real American hero. Southerners like Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. 
Joshua Chamberlain, George Patton. I mean, these people are heroes. They did extraordinary things. And the thing I like most about someone like Lee and Jackson is their personal life. Not only were they heroes on the battlefield for Southerners through generations, not just Southerners, but Northerners. You know, I mentioned in the book that there's a calendar that my father has on the wall from his birth year. It's from a northern insurance company, and both Lee and Jackson's birthdays are prominently featured on this calendar. You know, Northerners considered Lee and Jackson American heroes for a long time. It's only been the last, say, uh, really 20 years that you've found a tremendous opposition to Lee and Jackson based on political correctness. And so just calling them heroes is politically incorrect. But it was their lives, their personal lives, you know, the, the Christian gentlemen that made them heroes not just the things they did on the battlefield, the exploits of defending what they believed to to be right, but also how they led their lives. But I expanded this definition of heroism out beyond soldiers. And so I talked about entrepreneurs and industrial statesmen, people who changed worlds in that way, who made our lives better. Yes, they achieved fantastic wealth in the process, and that benefited them. But if you look at someone like George Westinghouse, who is uh, often not even considered in the same breath as Thomas Edison, but Westinghouse did so much more than people even realize. Without Westinghouse, Nikola Tesla's design, his, his brushless motor design for alternating current delivery would have never been developed. So the mere fact that I'm sitting here talking on this podcast using electricity in a way that is cheap and efficient comes from George Westinghouse and Nikola Tesla, who I consider to be another hero, an inventor who is a hero. So you think about things that you can do. And I said this in presentation 20 or episode 23 as well. It's use your talents to better humanity, but in in the short term to better yourself and your family around you and your community. One thing that I think Tesla did that was amazing was that he never held Westinghouse to his contract, which essentially would have bankrupt Westinghouse and made Tesla the richest man in the history of the world after alternating current took off. He never held him to that because he thought bigger. And he wanted to help humanity. And Tesla never had a family, and you know, never had any children. Uh, so his world was was in so many ways bigger than just around him. But but he always thought in smaller terms. He did some fantastic things. He wanted to bring wireless technology to le- electrical delivery and other things. It never never panned out, at least that we know of. But some of the ideas that he had, of course, we're using today. Wireless technology and all kinds of things. And then you have uh, the anti-heroes, the people that are often considered to be heroes, but you look at it and you say, no, they're not. I mean, Franklin Roosevelt, athletes. Franklin Roosevelt would be the worst example for a hero, in my mind, ever created. But he's often, you know, there's been polling done. Who are your heroes? Franklin Roosevelt often makes the top list. 
um, if you can pick presidents. If you can't pick presidents, it's you, you really see the impact of politically correct education on America. And there was another book that actually Tom Woods blurbed entitled Real Men, Ten Courageous Americans to Know and Admire. And in this particular book, he's talking about a crisis of masculinity, which there definitely is in America today. And that's also kind of a think locally, act locally position. You know, we don't, men aren't men anymore. And some of that's through education. We're told not to be, not to be men. Uh, But men don't have the same sense of personal responsibility that they used to have. And that is a crisis, a cultural crisis. As men lose that drive of personal responsibility, taking care of yourself and your family, you start to see the crisis of family. You start to see the crisis of marriage. And these are things that, I when I look at my grandfather, for example, who was married for over 50 years, and his sole drive was to take care of his family and do things to affect his own local world and how I looked up to that. It affected another generation of people and how I perceived family and marriage. That it wasn't just some fly-by-night thing that you did for the immediate, but you did it for your family in the long term. You had stability. And as we start to dislocate ourselves from that, from this manly pursuit of being a man, I mean, I I know the word manly is, you know, politically incorrect, but being a man, if you, um, there is several great websites out there on this particular topic, but the art of manliness is one of my favorite because it has a very basic way of portraying manliness. Uh, And what you can do, it's not GQ magazine, for example, and and the authors of the, the, the blog, I mean, it started as a blog point that out. They were reading men's magazines, men's health, GQ, and they looked at these things and I said, these are these are impossible. What can a man do? What what could a nineteen let's bring back the nineteen fifties man. And what a nineteen fifties man would do intellectually, athletically, family, how they would be a man. And that's when I said, you know, again, think locally, act locally. You don't need to look at these national heroes. We have them. I mean I think it's great to have stories of men who have done tremendous things, men and women. In fact, in my Pig to Real American Heroes, I mentioned women who did amazing things. So and the thing I emphasize in those women is their commitment to family and to the world immediately around them. It's not always got to be the big picture. You don't always have to change the world. And so maybe the thing that needs to come out of this, and I've done a lot of thinking about my brother and, and what his death meant, it was a refocus on the immediate, the people right around you, the people in your community, the people in your town, the people in your state. So we're spending a lot of time now talking about, quote-unquote, national policies. And again, some of those things do affect us every day, but most of them don't. And most of them are really irrelevant, unless we're going to start talking about monetary policy and how that does affect your wallet every day. That is a real crisis. But so many of the other things we focus on, 
are not national problems. They might be a problem in one part of the country, but maybe not another. Maybe they're not even a problem in your home. You've got your home in order. And if you can do that, if you can just keep your home in order and set examples for people around you, moral examples, ethical examples, service examples, then your world right around you will be a better place. If you have a service commitment to the people around you, you are going to change lives because you will change the next generation of Americans and then the generation after them. Again, using my grandfather as an example, that was two generations before me, but here I am talking about the same things that they talked about. So what you do affects many people around you. And I think that's something we often forget as we get caught up in national politics and national issues. We can affect right here. And you can change the world that way. Because if everyone did that, if everyone thought locally and acted locally, if everyone had this dedication to service and community, so many of these issues that are national issues, they wouldn't be. And I did mention that in the last podcast. I did know your enemy. I talked about uh, what local governments and things can do to try to have a better relationship between public safety and, and the people that they serve. If there are issues out there and there are problems, then the local can deal with that. It doesn't have to be some type of national policy that affects these things. And if you want to do something, again, use your talents, whatever they are. If it is public safety, if you have a desire to go out and fight fires and be a first responder and help people that way, then do it. You're going to change lives. You're going to save lives. You're going to help people. If your talent is getting engaged in local politics or the school board, let's say you, you just want to affect how the education of your area is delivered, get involved in your school board. Get involved in your PTA. If you're going to homeschool, then do that. If you're going to get involved in private education, then do that. Affect the people around you. Set good examples. That will, affect, that will change the safety and happiness of your hometown, where you call home. Even little things can make a difference if it's just teaching your kids the proper things to do. There are tremendous pressures out there on all these things. But these are things that you can do if you think locally and act locally to change the world. Because, again, your world is where you live. There was an essay I was reading up a few days ago about that. About what are the things that we need to focus on. It's land. It's community. It's family. Those are the things. Those are the tangible things that keep us grounded. Those are the things worth defending and saving. At the end of the day, it's not some abstraction about this idea or that idea. It's the things around you that are worth saving. And I think that, we again, we lose sight of that as we get so wrapped up in national politics. And we worry about what somebody else is doing in some other state or some other community 
We just need to worry about what we're doing here. And at the end of the eulogy I gave, I said that. If we could just do this, if we could just all have a service mentality, a community mentality, my gosh, you could change the world. The people that go out and they do risk their lives to help us in many ways in public safety, particularly in firefighting and first responding, save our property. I mean, they're doing all of that. Most of these people, again, are, are volunteer. I think a lot of people don't realize that, but the vast majority of firefighters are all volunteer. They do it because they like to. They do it because they want to help their community. And they are heroes in that way. If we just adopted a can-do spirit, we're going to be an entrepreneur. We're going to be a, uh, a family man or a family woman. We're going to lead moral and ethical lives. We're going to do the right thing and make conscious. I mean, doing the right thing takes thought. It's not a reactionary thing. You have to think about it. I know there's many people out there that want to do things beyond that. Maybe they want to go into the military. Maybe they want to join a, a public safety operation and do that. That's what you can do. If we could just affect these things that we can control, you will change the world. And at the end of the day, that's what I've taken from all of this tragedy. So keep that idea alive. Think locally, act locally. You can be a hero in your own community. You can be a hero in your, in your fam, for your family. I mean, it doesn't have to be beyond that. Be someone worth remembering. Be someone that people look up to in some way because of how you live and what your actions show. If you can do that, your community, and then by default, the world around you. It'll just be a better place. I'll see you next time on the Brian McClendon Show.